Sybil? Anne called out, feeling the crunch of breaking glass under her feet. Family photos lay silent on the entryway tile floor, looking back up at her. Sybil? She called again, with increasing urgency. There was no reply. Faded imprints of where the images had hung lined the narrow hallway walls. With every step Anne took, the ghostly remnants dabbed at the painting that was forming in her mind. When she reached the living room, the painting was complete. Screaming, she took a step back, stumbled and fell to the floor, landing face to face with Great Aunt Sybil. Later, waiting for the police to arrive, Anne paced up and down the front porch. She wanted to run, but she didn't want to leave Sybil alone. She scanned the front yard to see if she'd missed anything. There was nothing other than the broken leaded glass window on the front door. After seeing her aunt's body, Anne hadn't had the courage to walk around the rest of the home. Her first inclination had been to bolt. That wasn't right. She owed it to Aunt Sybil to find out what had happened. She sat down in the Victorian rocking chair and nervously chewed her fingernails. Aunt Sybil would smack her on the back of her head if she saw her biting her nails. It was a childhood habit that she'd long outgrown. She didn't care much for manicures or spending money on frivolous pampering. Twenty-two dollars could buy more important things, like vintage hat boxes, antique perfume bottles, or heirloom postcards. It had been a while since she'd visited her great-aunt Sybil. Great was a title, not an adjective used to describe her Aunt Sybil. Her age and her wealth entitled her to speak her mind, which estranged her from the rest of the Hillstrom family. Like most Hillstroms, Sybil had emigrated from Sweden when she was a little girl. Sybil was the keeper of the Hillstrom family archive. That was the purpose of Anne's visit today, the Hillstrom family Bible. Anne remembered playing on this porch as a child, and it hadn't changed since then. Two white wicker Victorian rocking chairs graced the front porch, one empty. She admired the Chinese hardenier pot on the bronze stand in the corner. She hadn't seen it before. She wondered if Aunt Sybil would mind if she took it with her. She had just the spot. What am I thinking? Sybil's dead. A handsome young man walked up the stairs and stood in front of Anne, breaking her trance. I'm Detective Charlie Johnson of the Glencoe Police Department. You're Anne Hillstrom? He looked down at the small notebook in his hand. Anne stood up and nodded. Your aunt is inside? The detective asked. Yes, in the living room. A pair of EMTs ran past the detective into the house. Anne watched knowing their attempts would be futile. She'd seen enough CSI to know that Sybil was gone. The detective returned shortly and sat in the rocker next to Anne. Seeing that she was noticeably upset, he placed a hand on hers as he spoke. Do you need us to call someone for you? Are you okay? He asked in a calming voice. Anne thought for a moment. Her list of go-to ICE in case of emergency contacts, was short. It made her sad to think about it. She looked up at the detective teary-eyed. What happened? Why did this happen? The detective asked. Did you notice if anything was missing? Anne looked back at the Chinese hardenier pot. She was relieved that it was still there. 
I can make a list of what I believe is missing. Do you know anyone who would want to harm your aunt? The list in Anne's head was much longer than her list of friends. Sybil was not well loved. Do you think it was intentional? We're not ruling anything out, Detective Johnson said. A deluge of mourners poured in from around the Midwest. Grieving third cousins from Minnesota, distraught sister-in-laws from Milwaukee, Hillstrom's, Holmes, Helfrin's, all manner of kin gathered to pay their final respects to their much-beloved, although seldom-visited, Sybil Hillstrom. Anne didn't recognize most of them. The relatives hadn't been much help over the past few days. Anne had made all the arrangements, not only for Sybil's service, but also for her out-of-town visitors.